Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Marsha Redman, the founder of Marsha Redman Communications, which helps lawyers and other professionals build their virtual presence and use thought leadership more effectively. Hi, Marsha. How are you? I'm great. It's nice to be here with you, Ari. It is great to speak with you again. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Tell us about your background and the genesis of Marsha Redmond Communications. Well, I'm a serial reinventor. I've had a series of careers. I started out as a television journalist. Then I went to law school. I practiced at a large law firm. And then I went back to TV news at a much higher level because I was able to leverage the fact that I was a lawyer. And then 23 years ago, I started this business because I wanted to be able to help lawyers and other professionals be more effective. Having been on on both sides of the microphone, as it were, I understood why lawyers and accountants and others had a tough time communicating well, and I wanted to do something about it. You mentioned practicing law and being a television broadcaster. How have those two disciplines shaped your professional brand? I've come down right in the middle of the two, really. The work that I do with lawyers and others now is really a combination of having been in big law and understanding how that world works, but also coming at communications from a TV news background. So understanding how to grab the attention of of a broad audience, perhaps a distracted audience, and keep it even when you're talking about things that are complex. And so both really inform the other. What is the secret to standing out online? Whether it's online, in-person, virtual, hybrid, all of the options we have these days, if we can really hone in on our audience and understand what has impact on them around the issues that we want to speak to them about, we can always get their attention. And once we've got their attention, if we manage to be more concise and use more examples, typically we can keep their attention. That's what makes the greatest difference. And then as far as how to get in front of them, video works really well. We all like to watch TV. We like to binge on Netflix. Seeing the people we're communicating with really helps us to feel connected to them. And as the communicator, it makes it easier for us to get and keep that attention and build and build a relationship. With so many professionals now returning to the office, at least part-time, does having a strong virtual presence matter and will it matter in six months? Absolutely. I'm here to say without any exception that virtual communication will never go away. Lawyers and other professionals absolutely have to master the ability of connecting virtually. In fact, I think for the lawyers that get that right now, they have a huge advantage over their competition because, for example, virtual pitching, very popular with clients and prospective clients. I've talked to a lot of in-house counsel who are thrilled with the notion of being able to interview or be pitched by lots more law firms because it's virtual And they don't have to get on an airplane or feel badly about asking 10 or 15 firms to get on an airplane to talk to them in person. The challenge is virtual pitching, virtual communicating is a lot harder than simply talking uh, one-on-one across the table. I remember interviewing you for the virtual lunch early on in the pandemic, and I still 
tremendously grateful for your consideration in doing that. How can business professionals now present with confidence and connect with their audiences virtually? It's not that hard. It just takes a little bit of effort. The two things that matter the most are we need to look like what I call a talking head. And so from a video perspective, lawyers need to pay attention to how they're framed. And and the more you can look like talking head video, the better chance you have taking advantage of this perceived credibility that we have about people that look like talking heads. We've spent all of our lives seeing statesmen, experts, heads of state as talking heads. And so if we can get the right framing, so we have a little bit of headroom, we're seen from the chest up, we have decent lighting, people see us as authorities when we look the part. So that's the first piece. The second piece is you have to be able to engage. For a lot of us as professionals, our voices are flat, our energy level is low, and we don't make eye contact. Those are the not to do's. It's pretty clear as we're doing here, Ari, if you have a warm conversational voice, you have some variation in your pitch, people will feel connected to you. They'll actually feel like you're having a one-on-one conversation with them because from their perspective as the audience, it looks like a one-on-one conversation. What's the worst mistake you see lawyers and other professionals make when they're presenting online or even in person? The main mistake they make If it's in person and online, I'd say that they're missing their audience. Lawyers get a rap about being boring. And that's typically the reason. We haven't thought about who is our audience? What are they interested in? And to be more specific, if lawyers could always start with, the reason this issue matters to you is this, or the impact of this issue on your company could be this. To tell them right off the bat, here's why this matters to you. Instead of just launching into law, 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 case, 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 really make them understand the impact. Then you essentially buy their attention. Once they realize it affects them, they're willing to hang in there. And then the second piece, of course, is not immediately burying them in a mountain of detail. Lawyers often want to explain, here's how it works. Then let me tell you everything I know about it. Whereas many times the people we're communicating with They want to know the impact. They want to know one or two details that make a difference. And then they just want you to handle it. As the media landscape continues to shift, how do you see the art of presenting evolving? I think it's already evolved, Ari. I think we are literally standing on that precipice where there's the before time and there's the after time. And it's about video. It's about being able to show up on a camera of some kind and connect with an audience. I think those lawyers who in the past owned their niche because they had a giant firm behind them and a lot of resources, some of them could be at risk of losing it if there are other lawyers who come up with reasonable experience, but a better ability to connect virtually, to connect over Zoom, to connect in those hybrid scenarios. Think about the big marquee conferences you and I have attended in the past in person where the top of the top lawyers would stand up on a big stage and thrill everyone with their thought leadership. I think from this moment forward, those giant, really important conferences will be hybrid. And in a hybrid situation, you've got to be able to thread that needle. You have to be able to communicate with the people in the room, but still stay connected with and energized in front of the people that are joining remotely. And I think few people right now are equipped to do that. 
Can you share just a few best practices in terms of equipment or lighting or sound? Yes, absolutely. So for lighting, I always recommend that you have light that shines directly on your face. You don't want to rely on the beautiful sunlight outside your window because it shifts, it moves, and some days it's just dark. And so ring lights are good as long as you can get one far enough away from you. You usually need a good five or six feet to get the ring light away from you so you're not overlit. So light on the face is crucial. You never want light over your head shining down on you. That's the reason. If you look at yourself on Zoom and you think, wow, I look tired, I look old, you're probably sitting under an overhead light. So lighting is key. You've got to have a decent camera. The Logitech series, those external webcams are great. They're not super expensive and they're going to always give you a good, clean video. And then the final piece is the audio, which I'm sure you know this, Ari, because we've talked about it. The audio of video is actually more important than the video itself. And so we need clean audio, which means having a good headset or a good external microphone. And then the final piece is having a way to make sure that, that there's not background noise because background noise will drive your audience crazy and they'll just stop listening. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Marsha Redmond, the founder of Marsha Redmond Communications, which helps lawyers and other professionals build their virtual presence and use thought leadership more effectively. Marsha, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari. It's great talking to you. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.